When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome to the King of All Kings Podcast. J Street Vibes. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Yeah. Yeah, man. We up in here. We live. We live. I see people up in here. A live broadcast of the J Street Vibes. Kenny Caraway, Jason Jones. Regardless of what those titles say underneath our pictures. <laughs> I'm Kenny Carraway. He's Jason Jones. Okay. <laughs> What's going on, everybody, man? Hey, Kings win, as you see right there, 119, 109. And that's what we're in here talking about here on the Jason Rebonds. Appreciate everybody tapping in for this live broadcast. Jason, what's going on with you, man? Nothing much, nothing much. You know, uh Kings beat a bad team, you know. Mm-hmm. I think we're slowly getting past them days of oh my god. This might be a tough one. You know, <laughs> they might overlook somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and but no, that, you the ironic, the ironic you thing about that, Jason, is when they weren't no good, they were in danger of overlooking somebody. <laughs> now that they're good, so you don't overlook nobody. That was one of the funniest things about them. It'd be like, uh, you know, you guys are like in 14th place in the West. They're like, yeah, we were overlooking that team. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, know, but, you know where they are now when you got two guys and get you 30 in the same game generally that'll be enough to put away a team like the uh, san antonio spurs yeah well they handle business like i said 119 109 darren fox let's start with him he was balling 31 points 10 assists you know jason i was talking about it with, with Damien a little bit after the game and, and everybody that was listening there. He's just so in control of his game right now. He gets wherever he wants. He seems to always know what he wants to do out there, whether it's, you know, he's seeing the floor, making the pass that he needs, needs to make. If he wants to get a shot off, he gets whatever shot off that he wants to get. He's just so in control of his game right now, man. It's impressive to see. I mean, he gets to his spots. I mean, I love that post-up game he has. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. he just has, he you know, he's got so much in his bag. He can, it's not just, I'm going to run by you, blow by you, and get to the rim, you know. You know, and I was watching the game last night. I think it was Van Gundy was saying that mid-range game, that's a playoff shot. Mm. And the way he can drive, stop on a dime 15, 16 feet from the basket, hit that jumper now. You know, it, it feels like when you're watching him play, he's not taking bad shots. Mm-hmm. If like everything he he's getting is is what he wants. If it doesn't go in, it doesn't go in. But he doesn't seem rushed. He doesn't seem forced. He's in control. I mean, it's a lot of fun to watch. 
I mean, that that drive, stop on a dime, turn around, jumper. I mean, he's got he's got a whole a, a lot in his bag. Yeah. And, uh, and this is this is the guy. This is the De'Aaron Fox that had people in Sacramento so elated when he was drafted out of Kentucky. He, he I I was watching the game today and you know it hit me. You know, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like, yo, this is this is it. He's 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 done it. He's gotten to that spot. Now there's room for him to grow. He can be a better ba- basketball player. I'm not saying he's finished, but you think about the, the elation that people had when they drafted De'Aaron Fox at number five, and this is the savior. This is the guy. This is the guy that's going to turn the franchise around. And I'm sitting up in here watching him orchestrate that game against San Antonio, and he's on the the precipice of becoming an All Star. And I'm just sitting there, just like he did it. He did it. He. He's about everything that we hoped he would be when they drafted him. I'm happy to see it, man. He's everything Vlade told me he would be now. Mm. And mm. it's just crazy the way this business works. Usually the, the, the coach, and any time the front office to get you first, isn't there when it all comes together. Mm. <laughs> and I had a coach. I had a coach. It might have been actually the late Paul Westfall told me this years ago. He said, you know what? If a guy like a Tyreek Evans or these young guys become a star or even a DeMarcus, I won't be their coach. I'll be they'll fire me by then. (laughs) You know, when it's just, you know, we've seen De'Aaron go through the multiple coaches, multiple front offices, and it's it's happening. Like, I mean, this is the guy Vlade told me he would be. And Vlade Mm -hmm. Vlade believed in his core. This is what De'Aaron was going to be. And Mm -hmm. some of the moves he tried to do was to try to force that to happen a little faster. Let me go try to get a Patrick Beverly to put behind De'Aaron to push him a little, you know, try to accelerate the process. Mm-hmm. And it's happened when it's happened. And now you got an all-star. I, I, you know, I'd be shocked if he's not an all-star. I'd be completely, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I agree. And then you got you know, the Rob W in the chat. He says, hey, he's still only 25 years old, man. <laughs> and we, we, we talking like he's a grizzled veteran, you know, of 28, 29 years old. He's still only 25 years old. That's why I said, I think there's, I think there's still, you know, another level to his game that he can prove on. I mean, you always look at his shot, you know, from distance, it seems like he's got it down automatic from the mid range, but from distance, I don't know, maybe he can prove on that uh, later in, the, in his career or, you know, next year or whatever the case may be, but, mm-hmm. you know, having a, um, having a feel for the game, changing speeds, uh, being able to perfect a mid-range shot. He's 80-plus percent from the free throw line. Jason, as long as we've been doing uh, our podcast between Throne Room and Jay Street Vibe, how how many times have I slammed my hand on the table and just been baffled at the fact that you've got to shoot at least 80%, and now he's up there like damn Mark Price at the free throw line. Yeah, we were asking for 70% at one point. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if he can just get above 70, we can live with that. <laughs> I mean, you know, he is, you know, and a lot of it is he seems so much older because just the way the whole social media and the media circuit mm-hmm. works. You've been hearing about De'Aaron since he's probably about 14, 15 years old. Yeah. You know, and yeah, so it feels like he's old. And you realize he's not that old. Of, he's not old. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, and, you know, Jimmy's always say a guy doesn't hit his prime till about 27. Mm, yeah, and and if if he is he's on that arc, you know the Kings should be very happy about what they've got with him. Absolutely, you know, and like because even when he was struggling last year, I, I told everybody relax, calm down. He'll be all right. He's smart. He'll figure this out. 
I think you're seeing all that happen now. And and another thing that I like about De'Aaron and what's happened this year is, and I'm not here to disparage any other year or whatever. I don't think he came in ready to play last year. That's just my opinion. Um, But that's neither here nor there. What I do know is he worked his ass off this, this summer, you know, whether, you know, it's just being in the gym, taking the, the the coach on the honeymoon with him, cutting the honeymoon short. You see it in his, in his body. You see it in his game. I say this all the time, Jason, you, these uh, deal with these kids and all these other people. Hey, you can tell me whatever you want. When I sit up there and ask you, you've been working on your game. You can tell me whatever you want. Yeah, yeah man. I've been, I've been, I've been working on my game. I've been working on my game. You can say whatever. I don't know when I see you on the court and De'Aaron could have said whatever if somebody asked him if he was working on this game this past summer. We were going to know when he stepped on the court and the proof is in the pudding. He put in the work. Like I said, he worked his ass off this summer to get to this point. I, I was going to say that he used to pray for times like this, but we're still not using that right now. Hey, that, by the way, I got you some hot sauce if you want it. Yeah. Come on, what, what the hell are you doing? What the, what the hell are you doing? The Jalen Hurts hot sauce, man. Come on, man. Like Where did you even get that? <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell did you even get that? <laughs> Come on, man. This guy, see y'all don't y'all don't know because y'all don't y'all don't see the live recording. This is what I got to deal with with this dude from football season, man. I always got to deal with this nonsense. I mean, I just I just ordered a bottle of hot sauce and it showed up with Jalen Hurts on it. I was like, wow, it's interesting. <laughs> Completely. Texas, but I got some Louisiana hot sauce with Jalen Hurts on it. But hey, completely. Back to De'Aaron. I just had to do that. (laughs) Completely. I know. At least, well, look. At least, uh, at least you're not um, Michael Parsons. He's like, hey, go win one for our division. Yo, get somebody take this guy's phone away from him. Someone, yeah. He he's had about three or four take his phone. Uh, in the last month or so, just Michael, just stop. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, you know, whatever. But yeah, back to De'Aaron. But De'Aaron Fox, man, he's put in the work about the work ethic and everything. Yeah. You know, in, in the, even before this season, there were whispers in and out the organization about whether or not just how committed to the work was De'Aaron. Was he a grinder like that? I mean, we all know his wife is a former player. There were people who was like. He working out with his wife. He ain't trying to get better. I mean, there, I know he had to hear. Uh, if I heard the whispers, I know he heard them. People mm-hmm. trying to, you know, you know, is he really a leader? He'd rather be, you know, with his girl and, you know, he can't go work out with, the, you know, there were a lot of things said about De'Aaron. And all I know is this. If I'm on a honeymoon, I ain't bringing this laptop with me. Mm. I ain't working. <laughs> I'm not cutting it short to get back to to do another J Street vibes because I'm too bad. No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not rushing back from my. I'm not taking. I'm not talking to my editor when I'm if I'm on Greece on a honeymoon. Right. You know. Right. You know and the thing is too. Like I said, he's he, he was he just turned 25. Mm. I think a lot of times we put these expectations that a guy who's 19 has it all figured out, mm. and we and we use these examples of like guys who was like freaks of nature. LeBron wasn't normal. Right. Kobe was not normal. They are the exception, not the rule. <laughs> you know, most guys that young aren't that dialed in like that in terms of work, you know, and all they, those guys are weird. Hmm. And I think, and I don't say that in any disrespectful way. I'm saying they're the outliers. And I think a lot of times you get a guy in, you forget, you know, and like I said, I remember De'Aaron in the locker room playing like Nintendo Switch. 
<laughs> like, you know, it was like, and it, you know, playing like Mario Kart. And it just hit yeah. me like, he really is young. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't in a, you know, it wasn't like, I'm not, it wasn't in like a bad thing, but it was just a thing to see when you realize he's really like, you know, I remember one time he told me, they want me to be a leader, but how do I tell Vince Carter what to do? <laughs> like, right. like, I just got out of college three months ago. I'm supposed to go yell at Vince Carter? Right, right. You know, so we, we've, we've seen the maturation. We've seen the development, you know, and I, and I, I always harp on this, too. You finally put a team around them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, you know, people, you know, like I said, you look at guy, you look at these outliers and go like, well, LeBron dragged this team or this guy dragged these guys. It's like that. No, that's not that's not normal. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to put it, you know, if you're going to be committed to the player, put the pieces around. Them. They put pieces around them that made sense because for years. I'd look at the team and go, this makes no sense. Like, how does this help him? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, you look at the team, this team helps him. Yeah, man, absolutely. The uh, the other guy, shout out to De'Aaron Fox, man. Um, the other guy who was balling tonight, they didn't look like he was. I, I, I tell um, the story all the time on the, on the show about when Michael Jordan hit the six threes in the first half uh, against Portland in, in the 92 finals. And I think he had 33 points in the first half. Little Kenny Caraway was like sitting in the living room like, yo, he's got 33. He might get 100. He might get 100 tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I was feeling that way. Well, look, when Devonta Sabonis had like 15, 16, 17 points with three minutes to go in the first quarter, I was like, yo, this might be a 50-point night for DeMontis. He was killing, man. He ends up with uh, 34, I say. I was about to say only, but 34 points and 11 rebounds, 15 to 20 from the field. Like, he couldn't be stopped. Um, what yeah, a I was watching the game going. Fans. I was like, didn't I just read how Jakob Pertl is supposed to be this highly com- high commodity right now? I'm like, man, he's making him look like, like barbecue chicken. Like, mm-hmm. this is just – it was just easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 they had no answer for him. They tried to put Zach Collins on him. Uh, he was too small down there. He was he was, he was way too small. And, and Demont is the the poise that he has inside. You know, it, I think I honestly believe his skill of scoring around the basket is a bit of an underrated fact about his game. I think people always talk about his, his passing and his rebounding, rightfully so. But uh, he's a he's a tactician on the block in the paint with his pivots, his pump fakes, you know, being able to finish around the rim. He's, he's damn good. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm going to say it's genetic. <laughs> Probably. This Absolutely. is, this is, you know, it's it's in his genes to be able to do what he does. I mean, mm-hmm. anyone who watches, you know, you know, just the skill, like you said, a tactician, mm-hmm. there was times where I watched tonight. I said, wow, that reminds me of his dad. Hmm. Just some of, the, I mean, there was a move where it was like he came back and like brought the ball back. Like I was like, like you know, it was like an awkward looking position, but then it was, then he made it look easy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah, he's he's on a roll. Like I said, I think we were joking on on was on D'Lo and Casey about how many games in a row will the triple the, the double double thing go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, forever, <laughs> forever. <laughs> it'll never stop. It'll you know, it'll be like we'll be two seasons from now, and he'll be like, you know, his. 
188th. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he, he was doing his thing tonight. And then off the bench, I mean, this guy, he, he like Jason, you can attest, I've been screaming Malik Monk for years now. I wanted him in Sacramento, finally got him. He's as advertised. Has a little ups and downs, has lows, because that's, that's who he is as a ball player. But he's starting to peak back up. 22 points on the night tonight and and i and i said this as well you know you thought it was blasphemous before you may think this is even more blasphemous malik monk aka a little magic <laughs> i mean the dimes he's making he's just dropping them he just we're gonna stop we're gonna stop just, this <sighs> okay you you, you take it. Yeah, you've gone too damn far. Well, I'm just saying. I was willing to let y'all have Tyrese with little magic. <laughs> no, we, no, no, we're not. This is not we're not going to do. He got to be, I don't know. He can be little Michael Cooper. I don't know. <laughs> little Michael Cooper. He can be, he, you know, he, he he component to his game. He just out there. <laughs> he <ain't> <laughs> defensively. You know what? He can be, maybe he can. Oh, yeah. He's he not Byron. Is he Byron? Matter of fact, first of all, he ain't no Laker. All right. Let's start with the. Uh, well, you the one who started. Let's, let's you start with Little Magic. Well, that's the only Laker he could yeah, be. Magic. You could have called him Little Jason Kidd. You could have called him Little Nash. <laughs> so, uh, a little Ty Edney. That's what I could have called. <laughs> Long Beach Poly. Long Beach Poly's own Ty Edney. Yeah. I know you went to Bali. Shout out Ty Edney. Um, yeah, so but, hey, you you brought the Lakers in the conversation, not me. <laughs> but the point being, I mean, he's a he's a bit of a playmaker out there with the way he distributes, uh, and, and that you usually see that when he's just like really feeling himself, right? Like when he's yeah. feeling the game, he's gonna thread the needle, he's gonna shoot, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna do a spin move seventeen feet away from the basket, and then just cock back and try to end somebody's life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness! Seventeen feet from this. <laughs> oh my goodness! Where did that come from? Oh my goodness! I mean, I knew he had it, but I just what didn't expect it in that moment. Here, like, uh oh. I mean, he's not John ja Morant crazy with it, you know. The, the, the Malik, he's he borderlining on that. Malik, oh, I, no, I, I, whenever I, when I watch Malik, I don't think Malik is it's like putting himself at risk. I I, I sometimes watch John ja think, oh my god, he's gonna hurt himself. Mm. Mm. I think you know, but yeah, Malik. Yeah, yeah. You you can't. He can't be Little Magic. No, he can't do that. He can be Malik Monk. He can be Malik Monk. Monk. He's absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think him being Malik is just fine. No, you know, yeah. yeah, Let's not put, let's not put magic on him now. (laughs) No doubt, man. Well, the Kings win one nineteen one oh nine. Man, shout out to everybody who uh, checked in on the live broadcast this isn't something we do all the time, but now we got some things set up. We'll be able to do it a little bit more, you know, after these games. Cause I, cause the way the King schedule goes, like we're usually doing a post game show anyway, because we record after the game, we got to wait till the game's over. I got things going on. Jason got things going on. So usually around this time, even later. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm not going to say it's going to be every time, but you know, we'll do this a little bit more, figure out a way to incorporate you guys in it, you know, so we can make it live. Um, maybe some guests, whatever the case may be, man. We're gonna have a have good time. A little fun, you know, and yeah, maybe we'll fun. get a game, maybe we'll get a competitive game and we you know and have some fun with that as opposed to you know the Spurs. 
I need I need more blowouts. I don't know what you're talking about. I've had it. I need I need more blowouts for you know until the All Star break. I'm talking. I'm talking about for well the All Star break is almost here. I know. Just blow but people. I'm talking about for discussion purposes. I mean, for discussion's sake, I'd much rather talk about a competitive game, you know, as opposed to whoever they were playing tonight. Or you know, we could always get, we could always get another referee situation. You know. Oh jeez, no, no, because they they do us dirty every time. The numbers prove it out. You know, we can we we, we could always go back to that. You know, we could be like, okay, last two minute report discussion. <laughs> Once again, once again, we're, we're no nothing happened. Nothing happened. No, we're, we're all wrong. We all been watching basketball for a collective two hundred and seventy five years, but we we no, we don't know what a travel is. I don't like the I don't like the report at all. I've said for you, I think it's a waste of time to put that out there if you're not going to do anything. Like, oh yeah, we messed up. My bad. On to the next game. Yeah, I always I always say. If they would have these guys, at least for me, I can only speak for myself, but if they would have these guys speak after the game, not the pool reporter thing, take the podium, and they, and, you know, that pool reporter trash, I don't know what that trash is, but uh, it's take the podium, they're asked about a call, say, hey, I was able to look at that. You know what? I, I just missed it, man. I just missed it. I, me personally, I can accept the human element of it. Just, they you know, did that after that Laker Boston game. They, they, oh, they yeah. Did it. We, yeah, yeah, you're damn right they did. Yeah, after after the Laker game, after LeBron, they came out here with sleepless nights. They know what I'm trying to hear about. The worst tweet ever, I swear. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the referee who missed the travel in Miami against the Kings was like, Man, I missed that travel. God, what am I gonna do after the game? God, I guess I'll go to South Beach and console myself over this. You know, I'm not gonna be able to sleep. Man, this dude, this dude after nah, this dude after uh he missed Tyler Hero's travel, he woke up the next morning. Oh, best sleep I've gotten in years. <laughs> I slept like a baby last night. Ah, everything was great. <laughs> and yeah, good old NBA last two-minute report. Gotta love it. Yeah, gotta love it or not, man. So, like I said, uh, appreciate you guys for tapping in. Um, there'll be more to this version of J Street Vibes. Check that out uh, tomorrow morning. And, uh, yeah, I want to shout out to everybody that was in here. Warren was in here. Michigan Wolverines was in here. We saw Ramsey, Fred Gonzalez, Rob W., RP, Miss Lorraine Fox. Shout out to her. I think you'll be going to Salt Lake City uh, very soon. So, mm -hmm. Kenneth Kelly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So big ups to uh, everybody that tapped in, man. I saw Jill Adjin here earlier as well. Tyler is in the building. Um, so all you guys, man, we're going to try and do this uh, a little more often, man. So, uh, yeah, Kings win 119-109. Y'all be good. Yeah. I'll wear a Kings hat next time, maybe. Oh, wow. Wow. Let's go. <laughs> they get two all stars. I might break out a king's hat. Oh, you get a king's jersey? No, I don't have it. No, I, I have not bought a king's jersey. I'm sorry. Are you gonna get one? Why? They got two all stars. I didn't when's say the, no. When's the last time I, they had two all stars? You gotta get one of their jerseys. Get no, I, no, no, I don't. Make it Fox. No, I'll get a Mitch Richmond if they make the playoffs. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wear a, a deer. I, that just feels weird. Well, what about the 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 Milwaukee Bucks joint you got? Which one? Oh, that's because it said cream. Oh, the Giannis one. Yeah, because it said Cream City. That's why I got that. 
That did, you was... that, did you get that Hornets jersey? <laughs> no. I did not get the Hornets jersey. I did not get the CLT. No, I did not. Oh, man. No, see, I was, and see it's, it's different when you're wearing the jersey of somebody you actually covered. <laughs> true. Like, Very true. I, Very like, true. I could just imagine I'd wear that somewhere and De'Aaron would see me and just start laughing. <laughs> like, man, look at this. <laughs> I'll be damned. That's what he was saying. Yeah, I'll be yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing that. No. Yeah. No. no doubt. No doubt, man. So, and once again, man, appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all next time, man. We're about here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So, whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back here on J Street Vibes, Kenny Caraway, ESPN 1320, Jason Jones of The Athletic. Uh, we talked about the Kings beating the Spurs 119-109 on Wednesday night, and we talked about it a little bit with, with De'Aaron Fox, but as we record this, we're on the eve of the All-Star Reserves being selected. And Jason, man, I, I, we've talked about this a number of different times during the season, I mean, endlessly, to be honest with you. But the time has finally come. And I do believe that the Kings miraculously somehow are going to get two All-Stars. I think De'Aaron and Sabonis are going to make the All-Star team. I think they will, and I think they should. This, not, this, won't, be, this won't be a wow, like, how did that happen? You mm-hmm. know, this isn't like a, we got to pick somebody. Oh, I guess he's kind of on the borderline. Well, I guess we'll take him. To me, this is a, it should be a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can't – I mean, I, of course I can come up with a scenario where they only get one, but mm-hmm. I don't think that will happen. I, I think they'll get two. And what, the first time since what, Peja and Brad? Is that what it was? Was that 04 or so? It would have been like 04, 05. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It, it's, been, it's been a minute. Wow. DeMarcus and, made his three trips solo. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like you mentioned, these guys deserve it. I mean – there's there's been a lot that's gone on in the last 12 months or so, but you know, a lot of people have contributed. A lot of people have done a great job, but these two have have turned around the fortunes of a franchise a franchise that a lot of people thought could not be turned around. Right? <laughs> they, they, they didn't they didn't think anybody could come in here and turn around. And, and the way that these two have worked together and their level of play uh, this year has has had this franchise and his fan base seeing things they haven't seen in almost two decades, man. And yeah, I think part we're going to end up seeing a scenario where the three, the two main guys from that trade a year ago are both going to be all stars and De'Aaron's mm-hmm. going to join them. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's going to be pretty, I, I think that's going to, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, the, the trade that helped both teams. Right. I don't know what's going on with my camera. I'm trying to fix it, but. It's not going to work. It doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. I think, all well, De'Aaron, that's always the misnomer, right? I'm about to say all three people involved in the trade. De'Aaron wasn't in the trade, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, De'Aaron and the two main parts of that trade, Sabonis and, and Halliburton, uh, are all going to meet up in Salt Lake City. Hell, they might be on the same team 
in Salt Lake City. That would be wild. Yeah, that would be wild. So, uh, but I think De'Aaron's going to be on LeBron. I think LeBron will draft all the clutch guys. Oh, facts. So facts. yeah, I think De'Aaron. Uh, yeah. Let me let me ask you something about that. Since, since you brought that up, I mentioned it on the on the radio um, maybe about a week or so ago. And when you talk about the move to um, leave family first and, and Chris Gadsden, you know, as a, as a uh, agent, he's still, you know, they're still good and they're still friends or whatever, but as an agent to make that move and to go to clutch, do you think moments like this kind of pay off with that move where the coaches are making the picks and all this other stuff, but Jason, you can't tell me rich Paul and everybody is, Hey, they're campaigning. They're, they're, hey, look at my guy, you know, look at my guy. Let's, if it's close, get my guy on, on on that roster. You need that. And if you do that, I'll remember that come negotiation time or whatever, whatever the case may be. Clutch, being with a company like Clutch may help in a campaign to become an all-star. I don't know. I mean, I know they campaigned with the media because I had a vote this year and mm. I got the email from Clutch with all their guys. Like, consider <laughs> these guys on the list. <laughs> so, okay all right so i don't know if the campaign you know because remember you got players voting too you got to yeah. you know so i think i think the clutch thing is going to pay off in other ways i think i could have been his agent this year and if he's playing like this mm. he's getting the all-star game mm. so mm. i think the, i think the move the clutch will pay off in different ways gotcha. but it was weird to check my email please consider i'm like wow yeah De'Aaron is with them because <laughs> outside of like contract negotiations you don't really think about the agent a lot you know yeah. or you know especially with, with De'Aaron if you're hearing about clutch you right now you're thinking about is someone trying to get traded so the fact that we don't even talk about that that's good mm-hmm. for Sacramento because I mean mm-hmm. I don't think about it you know yeah. except in random moments like wondering will LeBron draft all the clutch guys that are in the all-star game. <laughs> right. I wonder how many of them are potentially in the all-star game. Is it just you know, Ben Simmons won't be there this year? So no. Is it just De'Aaron and I think AD will make it too. So De'Aaron and AD are the only ones I think potentially. I have, I have to. Go, I mean, they got a lot of guys. I have to look at the. They got. They got a lot of guys. Yeah. yeah. You know, but like I said we know we know Ben won't be there this year. No, he will not. No, he will not. Um, I think the Kings are actually going to be pretty represented, well represented. Uh, during All-Star Weekend. You got the two All-Stars that are playing the game on Sunday. Uh, Keegan Murray is going to be in the Rising Stars Challenge. That's going to be a good look. Keegan Murray, he had a a bad game against uh, San Antonio, but as of late, and he's been playing really, really well. And I think I talked with you about this before, but every time I see him, and we saw a little bit of it in the Spurs game today, um, him coming off the bounce, like coming off a screen and handling the ball and, and shooting off the bounce. And if he could get that part of his game down, who obviously Paolo's going to be rookie of the year, and he, he's a generational guy. But Keegan Murray has a chance to be a hell of a ball player if he can start getting some stuff off the bounce. Yeah, and he's in a good situation too because unlike a Paolo or Jabari or some of these other guys, he didn't land in a situation where the team is terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, so if he is struggling a little, all the attention isn't on him. All right. No. I, right away, Orlando was. They need Paolo to play to have their best chance of winning. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot to ask of a young guy. But I think, you know, Keegan ended up in the perfect spot because, you know, you got vets around him and he doesn't have to be. It's not like, you know, if they lose two in a row, oh, it's all because Keegan ain't playing well. Yeah. 
he can kind of just slide and you know slide in there under the radar a little bit, even though he was the greatest player we've seen in summer league history. Yeah. <laughs> summer so league god. <laughs> yeah, which kind of scared me for a minute because every guy who ever had a summer league like that, I'm like, oh, that dude out the league, that dude didn't do nothing when the regular season started. There's no need to bring Ray McCallum into this. Now, I wasn't even talking about Ray McCallum. See, you wrong. <laughs> I wasn't about Ray McCallum. I thought Ray McCallum was going to be nice, too. I, I mean, thought, he could I'm play, but about, I thought he was going to be nice. I'm talking about guys like, remember, was it Josh Selby who was like a Ooh. summer league god mm. and like Anthony Randolph was averaging like 40 or whatever? You know who was a killer in summer league as well was uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Coming right when he got drafted, he went to summer league and he was a problem. I remember he, that he was already like a like swole. He like he came in like with a NBA body already. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and the summer league game lends itself to some guys that's coming in like Tyreek Evans was a monster in summer league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's up and down. You know, it was it was a perfect type of game for him. Other yeah. guys, you know. They, I mean, I don't remember because I was in college, so I didn't care. I wasn't following. But everyone says Tim Duncan was terrible in summer league. Mm. But you're also a big playing in a league where you got a bunch of guys trying to get shots up mm-hmm. to get a, to get a job somewhere. Right. right. I care about you, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> you got a job. Wow. I don't. I got a job, Timmy. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, man. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm impressed. By Keegan Murray, and I'm I'm very I'm living in the moment. I don't I don't want to put too much on him. He's he's doing what he does as a rookie, but I can't help but think about what he potentially could be if you know his game starts to grow, man. So he'll be in Utah, and I think you know because he's campaigning for it pretty hard. Um, he's got the video out there, and he's one of the best three point shooters in the league. I think he uh, Kevin Herter might end up being in that three point contest. So that that would be a good look. You need him out there only if he can go against Buddy in the finals. Mm. <laughs> That's all I uh, – he, he has to – yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Kings deserve to be well represented out there. I mean, they've had this great, what, 50 games or so already. Mm. Uh, what, what do we – what, win number 30 already or 29? 29, or I think. I think they're eight games over 500, man. That's a trip. Yeah. And the last time they got to 29, De'Aaron only won nine. They only won nine games the rest of the season. Or 10. That's crazy. I think they're going to win more than 10 games the rest of the season. Maybe. Hopefully. You know, I I talked about this today, and they got the the rest of the road trip going on, right? And I said, you know, I'm not overlooking anybody or saying being disrespectful or nothing like that. But I look at that that, that road trip. Man, close this thing out. Close this thing out with a sweep. Right, you got San Antonio, you got Indiana potentially without Halliburton, and they can't win a game without Halliburton. You got the Pelicans struggling, and you got two with Houston. And if they were if they were able to do that, I think the math checked out to them being whether they they're eight games over right now. If they win another four, Kings will be twelve games over five hundred. <laughs> Hell, even if they just like went four and one or whatever it is left, they'd be ten games over. Like that's this is crazy. This is a trip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, what a time to be alive. I mean, my kids are like, they're not, they're just like, the Kings aren't good. I'm like, actually, they, they were actually, they're like, what? They're winning. My kids are just programmed to not believe the Kings were going to ever be good. Because <laughs> all they knew was that daddy went to work, and every time I came back, the Kings usually lost. <laughs> so this is a yeah. whole different thing for them. They're like, wow, this is different. Yeah, wow, wow. Kings, Kings are balling out, man. So, 
Uh, we'll we'll get out of here on that. Um, by the time we come back uh, on Monday, All Star Game, uh, All Star rosters will be announced, so we'll know for sure whether or not Fox and them are on there. The Kings actually have another game, like we said earlier. It always happens. Like we, the, the, the way the schedule is, we record this on Mondays and Wednesdays. We know the Kings don't play on TNT on two, on Thursdays and on Tuesdays they'd be having those games too. We know they don't have them on there either. So we usually They'll get flexed out so the Lakers can play some team below five hundred. <laughs> right, the the Lakers will play the Zionless uh, Pelicans. That's what that's what everybody. The, the, wants. No, the Zion and Brandon Ingramless Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. So they can have some good talking points on TV, or they'll, or they'll like have it be like Phoenix and Dallas, you know, right. like Phoenix and Utah or something crazy. It's like we got to get them those Lori Markin and uh, we got to get those uh, those those viewers and fin- the Finnish viewers happy. <laughs> right. So we'll come back after they play Houston that night, I believe. Yeah, second night of a back to back. They play Houston, so. Um, Aaron should enjoy that part of the trip. That's where he, you know, so. he should. Yeah, he should absolutely. And exactly. yeah, New Orleans and Houston. He gets to see both of his home growing up. Yeah, and in the in the Houston uh, game, that's uh, that's that's not a back to back, but you know, it's the the two game series situation. So he'll get a chance to spend time. Uh, in yeah, maybe Monty McNair will go down there too and hang out, go to the Breakfast Club. You know, yeah. Shout out Monty. Monty can do whatever he want right now after what he's put together. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, man. Shout out to Monty McNair, man. Jason, before we get out of here, man, what what you got? Uh, what you got out there for the people, man? What you working on? Uh, working on a couple of things. A couple of you know, uh, something about uh, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf and his mm. uh, documentary coming out. Mm. When when is that, that come out again? Is that come uh, out February third? Yeah, February third. Yeah, yeah. Working on some stuff with that. Got some more shoe stuff coming, doing some different things with that. You never know what I'm gonna be writing about these days. It's all over the place. But yeah. Right. Are you, you going to All Star Weekend? Hmm? Are you going to All Star Weekend? No, I am not. Hmm. I mean, I would have loved to have gone, but they're not sending me. But thing is, I would only want to go like Thursday and Friday. You wouldn't want to stay for the game, you'd be out of there. No. Usually yeah. if you stay the whole weekend. By Sunday, you are worn out. Mm. Like, yeah, the last time I did the entire weekend, I want to say was what, 2018? Was that L.A.? Yeah, it was L.A. And man, I was Yeah. By Sunday, I was like, please get me. I think that one and the New Orleans one. Mm. By the end, I was like, please let me go home. I'm so tired. <laughs> I, I, do, I remember I didn't because I was I wasn't living out there. I was doing some some work for Jordan Brand out there, and I didn't do any of the parties. But I was running around a little bit on Saturday. It was just it was just a mess. Like you couldn't get nowhere. So yeah, in L.A., I went to a, a party with uh, Joe Torrey was at, and I didn't know what the vibe was. So I put some slacks on, a little dress shirt. Mm. You know, I get there, everybody all casual. He asked me why am I dressed like a civil rights. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> worker, <laughs> like, <laughs> he says, You come here, you got a dream or something. You come up here looking like you about to go have a sit in. I'm like, I thought I was about to wear a collar shirt. I'm sorry, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. So yeah, I've had some really random all star game. Maybe it's about that. I've had some really random all star game, you know. Hey, guess, guess, guess what I read today? Guess who lives in Salt Lake City? 
It's I don't a, know. I'm going to let you get one guess. It's a rapper. A, uh, a new rapper. A new rapper. Dang, a new rapper who lives in Salt Lake City. I think I saw it too. Post Malone? No. It's even crazy. It. NBA young boy. <laughs> he lives in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and he's currently on house arrest. So that's... that's <laughs> <laughs> he's on house arrest in his house in Salt Lake City. Oh my God! That is... I saw that. I, that's what got me to read the article. I was like, "In his house, where?" Yeah, he lives in Salt Lake City. Wow, that's that's a different one right there. Yeah. House arrest in Salt Lake City. Oh, is a man. That, that, that was that wasn't on my bingo card for twenty for Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, he's got a. That wasn't on the bingo card. A young boy on house arrest. In Salt Lake City. In Salt Lake City, he's got a man. Yeah, he can't even go to the parties. He's gonna probably, probably just, you know, just like, well, you know how it is. Probably have a party, bring the party to him. But I don't know. Well, I don't know said, the terms of the situation. Yeah, they, they said he can't get out, like go past the driveway, and he can't have more than three visitors at his uh, house at a time. Oh wow! Yeah, he's gonna be chilling. <laughs> he wow. said he said he loves it, not house arrest, but he's like. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this time like getting me out of the streets and out of the world like it's just been awesome like this is the greatest thing that happens yeah me. yeah salt lake city is the opposite of being in the streets <laughs> absolutely yeah. even though i've I, i've actually partied in salt lake city it ain't like partying like in la chicago new york dallas yeah. anywhere else it was like i'm like this is probably about the safest i felt being out at night <laughs> you know it's, it's just a real chill you know Chill vibe, yeah, that's a new one. Yeah, I, I did. I did not. And they say Carl Malone's gonna show. They say Carl Malone's gonna show up out oh, there. Oh well, the one <laughs> place where he's still probably loved, thing. right? Yeah. Right. The more we learned about Carl, the more it was like, ugh. Yeah. And well, look, they probably gonna have Carl Malone and John Stockton out there. John Stockton <laughs> showed his ass. <laughs> he showed his ass. We know where John Stockton was June, January 6th, <laughs> 2021. If he wasn't there, he was on his way. <laughs> My man John was like, I, you ain't going to make me wear no mask at the Gonzaga game. Take your tickets. <laughs> I don't want to come anymore. Yeah, man, he's like, you out. never know what these athletes be on. You know, that's, really why don't, man. that's why I just take it, whether it be entertainment, I just take it for what it is. I said, some of these dudes, you start talking to them, I'll be like, like that Arian Foster clip. Oh, <laughs> the script to the season. <laughs> now that the, the, the responses to that have been hilarious. Oh, man. That is the most amazing thing ever. Like Alvin Kamara, when Tom Brady, when he got his script for his career. <laughs> <laughs> the Pat Bev one about when when Eli Manning got the script for Super Bowl forty two and forty six. I was like, they all one man. They these dudes be cool man. till they not. And you'd be like, oh, okay. all right, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And you'd be like, he's serious, right, right. My man was like, but yeah, Arian been on some weird stuff for a minute. When he said they give you a script, like this is when you're gonna get hurt. What? <laughs> I'm like, come on. I'm like, at some point, you got you you be have to like not feed into it. Right. Even if they had a script for you when somebody get what? Come on. Okay. Man. On January on December 18th, 
you were tell you're going to tear your your ACL, all right? <laughs> it's going to be it's going to tear that day on this play. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, that yeah, you ne- you never know who you you're cheering for. So, never. I kind of miss the days when I was a kid and I knew nothing about these guys personal lives at right. all. I t- yeah, that's one of the reasons why I try to stay as far away as I can. I can't, I mean, the business that I'm in, I, you know, I, I, I'm, there's no choice but to, to get to know these guys to a certain degree. But I like to just, I still like watching the games. So I just like to just watch the games. I don't, I don't need to really know much about you as a person. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, like I said, who, whoever thought, who would ever known that John Stockton, you know, was John Stockton? <laughs> and I was like, and they put you on the team over Zeke. Oof, God, damn. I'm like, damn. That's just another shot at, at Zeke. You know, and mm-hmm. when I met Zeke, I told him, I said, you know, I hated you when I was a kid. He's like, I mean, I did my job. I'm like, yeah, I hated <laughs> you as a kid. Yeah, man. That's why I like meeting one, meeting meeting the pro athlete and telling him, you know, I hated your guts when I was like nine years old. <laughs> Shout out Zeke, though, man, for sure. But, uh, yeah, check out Jason Jones and The Athletic. Um, you can check me out on D-Lo and KC, ESPN 1320 out here in Sacramento. I'm actually going to be out, going to fly out, do some family business um, for the next couple of days. But I'll be back on Monday, and we'll be back on Monday and Tuesday. I'll, say, uh, I'll, save, you some, I'll save you some of the Jalen Hurts. We don't, we don't need that. Once again, I don't know why you have that. I mean, I saw the advertisement was on Facebook. I said, that's kind of cool. So disrespectful. I mean, I, I said, so 10, yeah, it's for ten bucks. The the mileage I'm getting out of just trolling people in the Bay Area with this is going to be it's well worth it. It's ten dollars well spent. The I don't know if it goes to charity or whatever. I don't care. The I am, I am I am fully invested in the troll. Jesus. I'm 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 knee deep. You know, <laughs> I'm knee. You know, you know how deep deeper than Atlantis in the troll. <laughs> you know, I I'm just gonna wear like an Eagles jersey during the Super Bowl just go, and go like the safe way. Yeah, well, Jason Jones, you can go to hell, straight to hell. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that's really fine with me. I mean, like I said, I've been I've been unfriended and, and blocked on Facebook for making fun of the Niners. And, <laughs> I mean, someone told me I just can't. You say so many, I can't take it anymore. I'm like, when? That's why you know Gus Armstead calls me the biggest Niner hater, but he knows for me, he knows me, he knows it's all in fun. <laughs> you know, I don't actually hate the Niners. I just love to ruffle the feathers of the fans sometimes because it's so funny. Once again, you can go to hell. Like Straight. y'all make fun of the Cowboys. The Cowboys got a ring more recent than y'all. Well, the Cowboys are trash. Like, there's not don't even go there. Uh Micah Parsons, Jason Jones. Like oh, uh, hey, 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 let's not let's not get carried away now. <laughs> Micah out here embarrassing himself. What was the one the one tweet about? Aha! It looked like the Eagles don't want to tackle. And then the NBC <laughs> people was like, "It looked like the Cowboys don't want to play in the NFC Championship game." <laughs> Damn! I mean, when you're getting when you're getting slapped back by NBC Sports <laughs> Boston, <laughs> it's not even a person. It's just the channel account. Like, Cold game. Cold. Like, game. No, no, that was no, that was NBC Philadelphia, Sports Philadelphia. Yeah, I was like, when, when the when the nameless, faceless account is like, shut up, Michael Parsons. Between that, <laughs> between his when he tried to break down foreign affairs for us. Oh my gosh! When he, yeah, yeah, Michael, just go after the quarterback. Get your man's. Get your get, man's. How about you get some sacks on 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 a surface that ain't turf? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You, look, uh, you look mighty slow in Santa Clara compared to how you normally look. Oh uh, man. 
for sure, man. So I better shut up for Mike come find me. Yeah, well, I don't want I don't want no problems, Mike. I'm just talking, I'm just watching the games. I don't want no problems. But uh yeah, man. We 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 also don't want no problems with the Sacramento Kings, man. So we're gonna get out of here. We'll be back next week. Uh Jason Jones of the Athletic, Kenny Caraway of ESPN 1320. Y'all be good. Peace.